ஹலோ அண்ட் வெல்கம் டு சங்கம் லிட் திஸ் இஸ் நந்தினி கார்கி அண்ட் இன் திஸ் எபிசோட் வி ரிஃப்ளெக்ட் ஆன் த பெயின் ஆஃப் அ மதர் அஸ் போர்ட்ரேட் இன் சங்கம் லிட்ரரி ஒர்க் புறநானூறு டூ ஃபிஃப்டி ஃபோர் பென் பை த போயட் கயமனார் த வேர்ஸ் இஸ் சுச்சுவேட்டட் இன் த கேட்டகரி ஆஃப் பொதுவியல் திணை அண்ட் டாக்ஸ் அபவுட் அ கிரீவஸ் இவெண்ட் இளையரும் முதியரும் வேறு புலம் படர எடுப்ப எலாஐ மார்பம் மண் புல்ல இடைசுரத்து இருத்த மல்ல விளர்த்த வளையில் வருங்கை ஓச்சி கிளையுள் இன்னன்னாயினன் இளையோன் என்று நின்னுரை செல்லும் ஆயின் மற்ற முன் ஊறு பழுனிய கோழி ஆலத்து புல்லார் யானத்தற்றே என்மகன் வளனும் செம்மலும் எமக்கு என நாளும் ஆனாது புகழும் அன்னை யாங்கு ஆகுவல் கொள் அழியல் தானே This verse seems to continue the thought in the previous one, although it's penned by a different poet. The poet's words can be translated as follows. The young and the old have gone away to various places, but you do not stir. When I try to wake you up as you lie there, your chest spreading on the ground, O soldier who has fallen in the middle of the drylands, raising my pale bangleless empty hands when I declare about your state to Arkit and Kin, saying, This is what has happened to our young man. What will become of your mother who praises you ceaselessly, saying, Akin to the abundance of the flawless banyan, growing in front of the village whose copious fruits make birds resound all around it my son will bring wealth and esteem to us she is to be pitied indeed let's delve into the words here the poet speaks in the voice of a young woman who leaves to the place of a recent battle as her husband had not returned home even after many of the young and old who fought there had reached their homes in different places and here she finds her husband fallen on the ground not rising even when she tries to shake and wake him up so she cries out aloud thinking about what might happen when she leaves to their town and raises her barren hands without bangles which is by itself a symbol for the death of her husband and tells them how it happened particularly the woman's thoughts turn to that of the man's mother who lives her life praising her son and declaring that like the abundance of the banyan tree's fruits that attracts birds many her son would bring to her prosperity and respect the young woman concludes by declaring that the poor mother is to be pitied for the dashing away of her hope by the untimely death of her son The woman should surely be of a noble heart to think of another's sorrow even as she faces her own. A mother's terrible pain at the loss of a child can be sensed from this verse. Even as the poem reveals a deep understanding of emotions, it also taught me something new about a banyan tree. What triggered the search was the word koli mentioned as an adjective to the banyan tree. When I tried to investigate the reason for the same, I learned that this word was an epithet given to trees which do not have flowers but they fruit nevertheless. It is then I learned that the deep red fruits of the banyan tree are not just fruits but conceal multiple flowers of the tree within them just like a fig fruit. Once again, stunned by the powers of observation of these Sangam people in equal measure to the nuances in nature and in human nature.
Thanks for listening to this episode of Sangam Lit and journeying with me to ancient lands and mines. Please visit nandanikarki.com to share your thoughts and do spread the word about Sangam Lit. Until next time, Nandri Vanakkam.